Welcome to the Art of Benching. This is number 10, and you, come on, don't you just love all those pictures of the Chambre benching? It's just been one of the most fun intros we've ever done. But now we're here for Adamus to share with us. And Jeff is getting ready, and it appears that Adamus is right here in the house. So with that, as always, let's start with a good deep breath, that conscious breath of life. Let the energies flow. Breathe it in, breathe the air. Let it expand. Expand within, expanding out. This is your conscious breath. Breathe the I am here, I exist. Breathe presence. Take the good deep breath. Feel the energies of Adamus. He's here for each of us, always. Breathe it in. Be with it. Allow it. Stay with this good deep breath as we, as we start this channel. Breathe for you. I am the light. Adamus of sovereign domain. I'll just take a good deep breath with that. Beautiful energies to open this shout together with. I am the light. Ah, that's what it all boils down to. Before we go any further, let's start this shout with a short marab. Uh, number two, please, on the marab music selection. A short marab, which I hadn't planned to do, but uh, let's do it anyway. Lights ready. Oh, oh, before the marab, more important things. Coffee. <laughs> Coffee. And I travel all this way, millions, billions of miles to get here, and at least I can have a cup of coffee to start today. Uh, and that's so um, interesting. Thank, thank you. You don't get the tray. Oh, I don't get the tray. Thank you. Thank you so much. Should I uh, take your kombucha back? Calder is drinking oh. that. Uh, you know, I, I hear it helps you poop. So <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some? I had some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, my last lifetime, for, for a short time, I dated a witch, and she tried to get me to drink that kombucha stuff. I was afraid I was going to turn into a mushroom or vinegar or one of the two. Why anybody drinks that when you have perfectly good coffee and wine to drink? Why would one want to drink kombucha? But I guess I guess Calder identifies with it. Uh, it's uh, uh, well, I don't understand why, but uh, he does. Before we go any further, let's start out with a beautiful marab. We'll end with a marab also. But uh, I just, as I was gathering up all the energies for this shout, gathering the energies from Shamba around the world uh, in this group, as you all came together, riding on the notes and the energy of the music. Said, let's do this first. Oh, let's take a good deep breath together as we begin. Realizing what you're really here for, what you're really doing, the magnitude of the work. I don't even like to call it work, maybe not the right word, the magnitude of your endeavors here on the planet, what you're doing. It's sometimes even difficult to comprehend in, in your human mind, and particularly when, when you're still 
have some of the past, the ghosts of the past, when it hasn't been given over to wisdomizing, when you're still playing with some of the old issues, tinkering with them, intentionally holding on to them, in spite of your screaming and yelling. Sometimes it's difficult to realize the magnitude of what you're doing. Well, it's real easy to slip into the consciousness of, well, I'm just trying to make my way. I'm just struggling along. And no, 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 no. This small group of Shambra, this pirates from around the world, it's much more than that. Much, much more. It's an interesting experience, game even, to pretend that you're still just a human trying to make your way through. I just look forward to that moment when you really realize the magnitude. Actually, it might be overly frightening to realize the magnitude of what you're doing. Maybe you'd be so overwhelmed by it that it just zap you into, into your light essence out of your physical body. This is something that we planned for a long, long time. It didn't happen by coincidence that you just came to the Crimson Circle. It wasn't a coincidence that Tobias came along at just the right time. It wasn't coincidence that this group coalesced in a way I've really never seen with, with any type of esoteric group, especially since there aren't any rules or dues or anything like that, but this group came together, bonding with each other on so many different levels, not just the human realm, but also we work together in the dream realms. I ask you to just feel in for a moment the magnitude of what this group is doing and what you're doing here also. It's often buried under uh, the everyday hassles of life. It's buried under feelings of guilt or shame, but there is truly a reason, a purpose. I go so far as to say heroics in what you're doing here on the planet. For ages and ages, there have always been groups that have sequestered themselves in caves or remote islands, distant lands, <clears throat> away from the hustle and bustle and the noise of mass consciousness to do to do a single thing, and that's to maintain an energy connection between this planet and the other realms. Some of them worked specifically to maintain a connection with the angelic families that they came from, kind of like making sure that you could get back home in between lifetimes or at the end of your stay on this planet. There's groups that have done just nothing but meditating or praying 
chanting and their whole lifetime dedicated to maintaining a energy balance on the planet. Those groups are now, for the most part, gone. There are still a few around the planet, not too many, because now it's about being an embodied master, being with others, not sequestered in some cave somewhere, but being right here in the midst of others, being here to do a very simple, beautiful thing, allowing your light to shine. I am light, and I allow that light to go forth without agenda. You're the ones now who have come to take over the jobs from the groups who did energy holding that maintained links between here and the other realms. That also helped Gaia maintain a pulse and a compatibility and a resonance with uh, humans and other life forms on the planet. Their jobs are mostly gone now, mostly done, being replaced now by the ones who shine their lights. And that's you. The magnitude is truly spectacular. I know there are are so many days where you just don't realize it, or you think perhaps too grandiose, but I ask you now to feel into your heart, into your mission, into your purpose for being here. This is the culmination, ah, eons of time the dreams of the Atlanteans, the hopes of those who were there at the time of Yeshua, planting the Christ seed, now culminating right here in this beautiful time of the machines, a time when the planet really appears to be crazy, but it's just going through its changes. Take a deep breath and feel into why you're really here. not the career that you chose. That's nice. It's not the family that you came in with. The real reason is to simply bring consciousness to this planet. And I'll use a term today and we'll discuss it. I'm going to call it overhead consciousness overhead consciousness, because it goes over the heads of most people. <laughs> it goes over the heads of even you sometimes, but we're going to talk about it today. It means a higher form of consciousness, a higher level, a 30,000-foot view of consciousness. When you're shining your light, it's not just to affect things like the economy. I mean, it. It does have an effect, as you can see. Well, look what you're creating out there. <laughs> or politics or causes. Those are rather mundane and 
quite ineffective, but we're dealing with overhead consciousness. Again, we'll talk about that today, but right now, I ask you simply to feel into the magnitude. Ask your soul here. Ask your soul. Dear soul, what is the magnitude of what we are doing here on the planet right now as masters? What is the magnitude of what we, you and I, soul, are doing here? And listen for a moment. By the way, your soul has good sense of humor. It's got a better sense of humor than the human, usually. Human often has a stick up their butt. The, the soul has no butt for, <laughs> for the stick to go. So when you ask... <laughs> so when you ask the soul, tell me about the magnitude of what I'm doing. Share with me. And the soul does that head smack. It's like, finally, finally you're asking, finally you're understanding. Let the soul share with you for a moment and the real magnitude. You might say, well, that's an incredible responsibility, a huge burden to carry. Not really. Not really. It's not really a responsibility. It's it's actually more of a true passion. It's you're not carrying the, the burden of the world on your shoulders. Quite the opposite. You're letting it go. So let's take a deep breath. So it's a new word I'd like to add to the uh, Chambre lexicon uh, phrase, and that's overhead consciousness. The other one is uh, simply, oh, that's why I'm here. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm here. We've talked about it uh, in some of the recent shouts, explaining kind of what's happening. Oh, that's why I'm here. I'm not here to suffer. I'm not here to create new causes. I'm not here just to uh, see what the hell happens. That's why I'm here. We've got a purpose. I bring this up during this show today because where we're going uh, after this series, into our next series, there's not, there's not any room for, there's not any room for processing, whining. I'm sorry, some of you are like, oh no, <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> Complaining excuses. There's really not. Because where we're going in this series after benching is in, into really the deeper realms. And you can't bring that crap with you. You don't want to. I mean, it's hellish if you do. It's kind of like what we talk about in The Threshold. You try to bring your issues into realization, and it just is hell. Our next series is going to be titled Alt, A-L-T. Alt as in alternative realities, alternative probabilities and potentials, alternative dimensions, alternative paths for doing things. Alt. It's also ALT, the real original name for Atlantis. Alt. So where we're going in that next series, there's, there's truly no room for 
For the garbage, the garbage. Now, Chambra, for the most part, have gotten rid of a lot of the macchio, but there's still there's still some. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of um, have fun today, and we're going to create a document that basically defines how we go forward. But first, before we do that, uh, let's take a deep breath and let's practice. Oh, that's why I'm here. Oh, that's why I'm here. Good. It's pretty easy. Pretty easy. Oh, that's why I'm here. I get it. Some of them are sleeping out there. Okay. Oh, that's why I'm here. Not that tough to do, right? Okay. Let's start by uh, by talking about um, freedom. Freedom. Hmm. How appropriate Linda's dress for the occasion. Freedom Weekend. Yeah, Freedom Weekend. Independence, uh, Independence Day. So, uh, 4th of July in America, Independence Day. Um, I'll talk about more about my involvement. Uh, of course yeah. you will. <laughs> of course. But I want to talk a little bit about freedom. I, I, I never forget the moment, uh, and I tell the story often at the Ascender Masters Club. I'd only been with Chambra a matter of months, perhaps. Uh, when I asked the audience one day in my questioning, um, do humans really want freedom? And a pause came over the audience, just like right now, and I saw people shaking their heads. Yeah. And I waited with theatrical pause, waited, 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 baiting them at the time. And I finally said, not really. And the look on the faces, the change in the energy that swept across the room, all of a sudden turning from dear friends of mine into adversaries. <laughs> I could feel the loathing and the disdain. I could feel the ugliness as it shot up from your eyes onto me. What are you talking about, Adamus? Yes, humans want freedom. And I said, no, actually, I don't think they do. I think they want a little bit more ease in their life, a little bit more circus, a little bit more, uh, more beer, a little bit more football. They want a little bit of that. But true freedom? No. Very few people could actually handle it. They need the defining roles that they play. They need the defining type of jobs. They, believe it or not, people want their governments. I know they like to complain about them, but they need them because these are the kind of the, I guess you would say, the comforts and also the distractions from true freedom. A true freedom is tremendous responsibility. You can't be complaining and blaming things on conspiracies if there's true freedom on your families, on your mates, on anything else, on boogeymen, on demons or anything else, true freedom, the responsibility is all yours. And it's also accepting that the energy is yours. So true freedom, no. No. If they really did, there would be a lot more freedom on the planet. Now, that being said, there is an increasing trend on the planet for people to start pursuing the path to freedom. We talked about it before using this uh, acronym STEP. Sovereignty, which is freedom. Sovereignty. These are the major influences that are going on on the planet right now. You can track everything to these four simple things that are going on, but sovereignty or freedom. 
More and more people now are seeking freedom, but they're very confused about what freedom is. They go through a lot of iterations. They go through a lot of. Uh, they do a lot of protesting, for instance, uh, you know, for for the sake of freedom, but they really don't quite understand what it is. But yet, it's gain, gaining momentum. This freedom uh, passion with humans, and I, I can very clearly state that it's because of you, of Shambra, and and some others. Who have gone that path first? You know what it's like, you know, when when you realize you can't blame it on anybody else, you can't point the finger at any other group or uh, person or family or anything else. Freedom is accepting your responsibility, the fact that you are creating it. But there's more and more people on the planet right now that are starting to pursue freedom or sovereignty. That's a long, hard path. You know, it sounds so glorious, freedom, but then all of a sudden, ooh, it means I got to take it all the responsibility for everything: lack of abundance, health, um, bad childhood, whatever it is. Freedom is taking responsibility, and then I say, in the truest form of freedom, it's laughing at everything that's happened. It's laughing, being able to laugh at it at the end. And then we have uh, step uh, sovereignty, truth. Human searching for truth, energy, and then power. Those are the key influences happening on the planet right now. The biggest one I would say is freedom, true freedom. How how many how many people on the planet? What percent are really wanting true freedom? A really true freedom, less than one percent on the whole planet. Almost what seven billion people now. You keep making babies down here. I can't keep count anymore. Uh, but a very very small number of people really want freedom. But yet there are those who are now thinking about it, feeling it. There's those who are going through the internal kind of a strife, saying, "There's got to be more. There's got to be more to this being on the planet as a human. There's got to be more." Uh, Ways to express myself. Uh, they're they're at the early early stages of truly allowing freedom, but it's a long road. You know that it's a very long road. You go through all the iterations. You go through all the aggravations of it. You think you know what freedom is. You know it's a nice buzzword, and then suddenly, boom, that falls apart. And then you get up again and try more freedom, and it almost seems like the more you're trying for freedom. The more that uh, the prison, the zoo, will hold you back. The more you desire to get out of the zoo, the more it tries to hold you in. Or better way of saying it, the more you try to get away from your family, the more they draw you back. <laughs> but freedom is such a is such a prevailing trend on the planet right now. I wanted to bring this up because of it is the Fourth of July coming up here in America. Let's talk about America. Linda's dressed for the occasion. I remember when she dressed up as the Statue of Liberty. That got me going. I mean, as an ascended master, you know, I mean, you know, things don't get me heated up real often. But that uh, that Statue of Liberty thing, that green coating on your body, uh, Calder had to push me off to the side. 
But let's talk about America for a moment. Uh, I was deeply involved in it. I, in my last lifetime, uh, suddenly everybody in the room is yawning. <laughs> what am I going to tell, <laughs> tell my story? <laughs> And everybody online too. Oh, here we go again. On oh, my last lifetime as an Amish Saint Germain, as Saint Germain, I, I, I traveled a lot. I, I uh, and I told you I never worked, never had a job. And yes, to those that are noticing it, I just did do that new Adamas on topic, uh, the great work walkout. You're saying how could you even talk about jobs and work when you never worked? That's why I can talk about them because <laughs> I didn't have to work. That's the point I'm trying to make, you know. Uh, so America. I traveled throughout Europe, uh, parts of uh, Africa, Asia. Um, spent a lot of time in the Middle East. Uh, yes, I actually sat in the King's oh, Chamber sure, of the Great. Sure, of course. Well, so did you, but I did it first. Uh, <laughs> And so did Yeshua. Did you realize when you and Calder were sitting there, Yeshua parked his ass right in that same room? No, but that's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uncomfortable. He didn't stay there long, but uh, there was no nice chairs and benches. Just there still that, aren't. Just the, still aren't. No. Uh, does it still have that kind of urine odor up there? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that being said. You know, holy, That's not the memory I held on holy to. Holy places, you know. <laughs> That's what I remember. Anyway, let's talk about America. So I traveled throughout Europe. Europe was was in transition at the time. This was the 1700s. There was still a, a lot of the um, the old royal energy. There there was a lot of the the kingdoms. There was kings and queens and royals, and this has been going on for a while. But uh, what really aggravated me, feeling that there was this change coming about Europe, uh, it, it had to be kind of change. Just like there's a change going on on the planet right now, you know, it's not a little change. It's a hundred times the magnitude of uh, what was happening in Europe back then. Uh, there is undercurrents. Uh, there is uh, uh, there's aggravations. There is a desire for something different. And you know, when humans get that desire for something different. But yet they don't know what they want. It's mm. kind of dangerous, <laughs> as we found out with the French Revolution. It's better to to know you want change and have at least an idea of what you want, rather than just to throw all the bums out or execute them, uh, cut their heads off, and then go. Oh, now what? Now what do we do? <laughs> now we get the same almost the same cast of characters coming back in and taking over power again. Nothing's really changed except their names and their faces. But there was this whole aggravation going on in Europe. And I traveled, I spent a lot of time talking to the, to the royals, the kings and the queens, and, uh, as well as the, the, uh, the politicians, uh, philosophers, and the leaders of the time, the scientists, and saying there's a change going on. And basically what this change is, is going to be more freedom, more equity. It's got to be. It's got to be a uh, democratic way for for this planet, for society and culture to evolve. People have to be able to to vote. Even if they vote wrong, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that they get a vote in it. And then they can see the consequences of their actions. People are demanding to own their own land. They don't want to keep working for some uh, some lord and and barely getting by. 
They want to own land. They want to own a house. They want to take pride in what they do. How can you have pride if you're working for somebody that doesn't acknowledge you on a soul-to-soul, a God-to-God basis? How can there be pride in that? In order for things to move forward, particularly because we just come off the Renaissance a few hundred years earlier, and there have been great changes in consciousness that reflected in the arts, that reflected in the invention of the steam engine and the sewing machine and the things now that are reflections or manifestations of consciousness. Consciousness changed dramatically in the Renaissance. But don't look to just the, the paintings that were done at the time or the inventions. Look at the what I'm calling this overhead consciousness, the bigger picture of things. The royals kind of knew that something was coming. Of course, they're not just going to easily hand things over. There had to be kind of a long-term transition plan. But my greatest aggravation was with the peasants, the ones I thought I was defending, working for, nearly getting my head cut off a few times you know, in some of the courts of Europe uh, for the uh, crazy things I said, showing up uh, you know, in the, uh, at the um, Vatican without clothes on, all these things I thought I was doing for, for the peasants. But to my great surprise, the peasants really didn't want the change. They thought about it. They knew that they wanted something different, but they were actually kind of comfortable being told what to do, how to run their lives, what they had to do each and every day of their lives, how many children they could have, what church they attended, what kind of job they would have. And this was terribly unsettling. Terribly. Because I knew ultimately in this whole transition that was occurring, it had to occur, this transition, they would be the ones losing out on it when they should have been the ones gaining. So when I say, do you really want freedom? Do humans want freedom? Sometimes it's just a little bit more circus and bread. We have the same thing happening on the planet right now, times a hundred, maybe times a thousand, that the changes are in the wind. The changes are the result of consciousness. We're just a small percent of humans on the planet, just like back in the times of the Renaissance. The changes are, are occurring right now as we speak, and the changes could be so good. But yet, as you have discovered, you've seen, just with benching, shining your light, it shakes things up. Shining your light doesn't mean la-di-da, everything's going to be great. It means that we are now opening things up, and sometimes there is tremendous disruption on the planet. It's not your fault. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that. It's simply the result of consciousness changing. Back in the times of uh, post-Renaissance, again, there was a great um, new understanding, uh, a great uh, movement towards science and, and towards invention. And part of the kind of overhead consciousness in the invention of machines, like the steam engine, sewing machine, and ultimately all the things that came after that, was to free humans from labor tasks, free from, from being donkeys and horses and, and doing these labor tasks. And you know, it was interesting because as machines, steam machines, now engines um, that would 
automate things for humans. Uh, the loom, the, the automatic loom, these were things that saved humans uh, from a lot of tedious labor. But what did humans do at the time when these machines started becoming predominant uh, in factories? They went and burned the factories, destroyed the machines. And you could say it's because they didn't want to lose their jobs. They wouldn't have lost their jobs. Uh, they, they would have maybe taken on a new job. But machines do not take jobs. Whether it was the machines back from hundreds of years ago, whether it's the computers of today, they're not going to take the jobs. But yet here we have humans burning down buildings and destroying the machines out of fear of losing their job. It wasn't that. The overhead consciousness was really about them fearing freedom. They would rather work at these tedious jobs, getting very low pay, than accepting the responsibility for their own freedom. On the surface, it looks like, oh, look at these poor people. Uh, look at how the Luddites gathered and, and uh, organized to uh, destroy machines under the pretense of, well, we're going to lose our job. No, they're not. They're afraid of losing their prison. They're afraid of their own freedom. A lot of this is happening again right now, times 100. But back to the story of America and the reason um, I want to talk about this today. I realized that Europe probably wasn't going to change. Or if it did, it was going to take hundreds of years, and I didn't have the patience for it. So working with others, I said, Let's set up then the new world, a place of the freedom experiment, a place where people from all around the world, no matter what culture, no matter what race or religion could come, we'll throw them all in the same pot and see what the hell happens. <laughs> it was a little bit more eloquent than that, but uh, I made numerous trips to America. Now, I want to be very clear with all of you, and particularly those of you watching in, uh, we're not promoting America, uh, and, and it's not about uh, patriotism. I'm certainly not a fan of nationalism, other than in sports, uh, because it can be ultimately very destructive. And America is one of those places you love and you hate. You know, It's loved around the world for so many things, and it's resented around the world. But one thing about America that I helped to set up, is that you can come here, for the most part, from anywhere. Uh, there was only the First Nations people here in the beginning. And they came in from all over Europe, and ultimately Asia, Africa, all over the world, to be here as part of this freedom experiment. And the freedom experiment uh, has done a lot of good in the world, but yet it has a long way to go. You can come here from anywhere. And it doesn't really matter. Yes, there's a lot of turmoil right now happening in this country, but we're going we're gonna to talk in a minute about the overhead consciousness view, the bigger picture. When I worked with the Founding Fathers uh, in helping to craft the Constitution, and that is a fact, I didn't build the entire Capitol building myself. <laughs> uh, I had some help. but. I did help craft the Constitution behind the scenes, uh, not wanting to, um, not wanting to stand out, and also didn't want to become a citizen here. 
I knew I had a few short years to live on the planet, and uh, I wanted to go back to Europe. This was designed as a, a place for people to come for their freedom, and to this day you're still seeing it. There's probably more freedom, arguably, some of you, more freedom than anywhere. You have the freedom here to, uh, to do pretty much what you want. And what you're seeing right now in this country, uh, particularly with the recent abortion ruling, well, it has nothing to do with is abortion good or bad. It's about taking of a freedom. Now, that's going to backfire. The pendulum's going to swing the other way. There are some who want uh, kind of limited freedom. Uh, to me, it's an oxymoron. They want a little bit of freedom, but not all. When you're in a country like this, or any country that has the same type of energy dynamics, freedom is freedom. Freedom to carry a gun. Uh, we're not making statements about guns, and it doesn't matter how you feel about it, but can a country be so free as you can have a gun, or be so free as to have abortion, to be so free as to really allow freedom in every, every, every possible way. And that's what's happening in this country right now. Interesting to note that America was set up not with Christian principles, uh, but rather with Masonic principles. Deep at the core of this country, etched into so many of the, the monuments in Washington, D.C. and other places around the country, are Masonic principles. That doesn't mean they oppose Christian principles, but there's a lot who think this is a Christian country. But if you go into the overhead consciousness, the big view, it was the Masonic principles. And those principles are based on sacred energies and freedom, ultimately freedom. Now, that being said, the, Mason, the Masons of today are not like the ones back then. And yes, I was part of that. The, there are groups who remain very quiet, uh, very, very quiet, who still carry on the pure Masonic and uh, what were originally the pure Christian values. And to me, that was probably the best of all, the Gnostic Masonic principles. Uh, the principles of the Christian Church prior to about 350 AD. That combined with Masonic principles and the Masonic understandings of astrology and uh, geometry and uh, the, the real sciences of energy are outstanding, and they're still here at the core of this country, but ultimately about freedom. I talk about freedom today because it's something that each and every one of you uh, has dealt with and encountered your own freedom from yourself, from mass consciousness, from families, from old ways of thinking, old belief systems, true freedom. And it's a bitch. <laughs> it's a bitch. You want to hang on to some of it. You want to say, well, I'm going to hang on to these certain things, and I'm going to be free over here, but I'm going to keep hanging on. And the, the, the freedom dragon is going to show you there's no hanging on to anything. Ultimately, everything comes back to you. By the way, as an aside, so if it hadn't worked out here in the U.S., the United States of America, for the freedom experiment, what would have been the next country that was being set up to accommodate it? Aterra. 
Aotearoa, Australia. Yes. And to me, it was always a big joke because that was kind of a big prison colony. But what a better place. To all the Aussies, you understand. Uh, what a better place to do the freedom experiment. Now, it, didn't, it wasn't exclusive. It didn't mean if it didn't work here, then, then, then it would go there, or if it worked here, Atera was out. But because uh, Atera is going through its own experiments in freedom, as are many other places in the world. But uh, back to the point do humans really want freedom? I think they're very confused about it. I think, yes, there are some who definitely understand it. And you almost can't turn back now. Once you start on the true freedom path, you almost can't turn back. Because you realize at your core, in your heart, you are a true sovereign soul and a sovereign being. Let's take a good deep breath with that freedom. It is one of those overhead consciousness things that's taking place right now on the planet. You don't read about it in the news. You don't even read about it in the esoteric journals. But it's one of the big factors that's shaping and shifting the planet right now. When you shine your light, this is kind of the big picture thing that it goes out to freedom. Freedom. By the way, just a few more interesting things about about America. And again, love it or hate it, doesn't matter. But it's a it's a great experience that's taking place. People came here from all over the world in the pursuit of freedom. Now, originally, uh, it was said to be uh, religious freedom, uh, freedom to worship where you want. But it was really more than that. It was freedom from the from the royal system, from from the um, the kings and the queens. It was a freedom to to create one's own laws in harmony with man and nature. That was the real driving force for the ones who first came here. Then then religion, of course. People came here from all over Europe uh, and and Africa. Now, it's interesting because there's so much turmoil in the United States right now over the race issue uh, with blacks and, the, and blacks and whites and all the other races. But it's interesting to note that the, the, the Africans that came here uh, came and took on the role as slaves. But they were really coming here to understand freedom. That's the overhead consciousness of it. That's the big picture. None, none of these things really happen by mistake, and you can blame it on the Dutch or the English or whoever for slavery. But the Africans who first came here really were pursuing their own freedom, even though it was under the guise of slavery. What a better way to help you understand the freedom of your soul than to be enslaved by another? What better way to really understand absolute freedom? And that's what they did. And you could say, well, no, they were, uh, they, they were abused, they were taken here, and they were sold by each another's tribes, and they actually there was a sole agreement for them to come here to America, this place of freedom, and, and to eventually be free of slavery. But you know, it's also interesting to watch right now the dynamics that are taking place on the stage of life. 
I did a study recently and found that about 53% of all the, uh, what do they call it, Black Lives Matter, the race, uh, black race activists, I went and did a little research at the great big library in the sky and found that 53% of them were slave owners in their last lifetime. That's overhead consciousness. That's the bigger picture. So they come here with their guilt of being a slave owner. And, and what do they do? They take on the activism, which is good. It's good for them. It keeps things moving here for eventual real true freedom for everyone. You can really document uh, all the movements of races and cultures that came here, and, and religions, and realize that they were coming here to really begin that path to their freedom. The Asians that came over with the building of the railroads in, a, in America in the 1800s, it wasn't just to build railroads, it was to, it was to leave these dynasties that they were part of, uh, the, these countries that were so um, held tightly by, by rulers or, or royals, they came here for freedom. So often in the news or with debates in humans, they, they focus on the, the smaller human and not small. They focus on some of the more limited human issues without looking at the overhead consciousness of what's happening uh, on the planet, uh, why certain things. And then they point fingers and they blame and they, oh, they take up their causes. The work that you're doing here, that that's why I'm here work is about that overhead consciousness, understanding there's a bigger picture to everything that's happening. And ultimately you realize there's really no abuse. There's really no abuse that's taking place. And people will argue with me about that, but there's not. I contend that there's simply a better way people could have done things. Do you really need to go to America as slaves to discover freedom? It's a lot of suffering. Uh, suffering for the ancestors that came here, that worked in the cotton fields, that were subjected to cruelty. But perhaps there was a better way of, to have discovered freedom. Let's talk a little bit about overhead consciousness, and, and meaning the big picture, what's really going on on the planet, the big movements. There's, there's this, and this is what you're here for. This is what you're shining your light on to. It's not politics and not really the economy. Oh, the economy. Uh, the economy is one of those, again, reflections of what's happening on the planet. And one thing I'm going to tell each and every one of you, do not worry about the economy falling apart. It may, it may not. <laughs> Don't worry about it, because it shouldn't affect you. No, it, it shouldn't. It should not affect you. You should be in a higher consciousness. You should be down in there in the in the, the gutters and the pits with the rest of humans worrying about every day is that the economy going to fall apart? Yeah, it's fallen apart before, it'll fall apart again, and then each time it evolves, it, it goes to a whole new level. It's changing, certainly, and it had to. The momentum for all these things that are happening on the planet, the economy, which in a large part is changing because of what? COVID. A huge change for the economy. All these things are in the works, and if you look at the overhead consciousness, the big picture, you realize, ah, this had to be. This had to be. It had to be with, with 
all the movements. And, and I know there's some who, like, oh, they're afraid of changes or what might happen or that, but rise above it and realize that, that these movements, just like the Renaissance moved things that happened uh, 100, 200 years later, the movement right now that's taking place on the planet is because of consciousness that got it moving. It's going to affect technology, economy, healthcare, just about everything in life. Let's talk about some of the other big picture, the overhead consciousness. Uh, one I've talked about before is this old consciousness of suffering. Uh, I, I'm really sick and tired of suffering uh, on this planet, but yet humans have just accepted it. It's the way of being. You have to suffer. You're human. You suffer. How many of your parents told you? Well, it's just the way it is. You got to suffer until you, you know, get to heaven if you're lucky enough, and then then all the glories. And it's like, why wait, mom? <laughs> you know? I don't want to wait to go to heaven. I want it right now. But humans have been ingrained in this uh, kind of a septic consciousness that they have to suffer, and they don't. The very work that we're doing with the light is changing suffering to joy, but there's a lot who are still holding on to it. They, they think, they believe, and they continue to act out that we got to suffer our way up the hill, got to suffer our way through life, and you don't. Let's change that. I mean, in, in the overhead consciousness, knowing the big story, let's shine our light everywhere, but and not trying to make people change, but saying, you don't have to suffer anymore. You don't. You don't have to suffer, particularly religions. You don't have to suffer. God doesn't want you to suffer. But that's, that's one of those big overhead things. Um, the, the economy is another one. Uh, and I don't want to get into economics, but the movement of financial energies. And people are so sure that some have it, others don't, that they're never going to have enough, that there is a conspiracy, that it's the bank or it's the Federal Reserve. Shut up. It is just the movement of energy. That's all it is. And everyone's entitled to all they want. That's the overhead consciousness. In, everybody can have it. But you can't blame others when you don't. You can only blame yourself. You can only say, I'm not allowing abundance into my life. So we don't get involved in what bank did what and the Federal Reserve rate or any of those other things. The overhead consciousness is about let's change the old consciousness from, from lack and limitation and only a small group having it. Let's stop attacking the ones who have it. They were smart enough to have it. You know, I it just perpetuates the whole thing like, oh, it's really bad to have money. No, it's not. It's just energy. That's the overhead consciousness of what things were changing. The other one is um, biology. The human body. People just accept, well, you know, I'm a human. This is, this is me. They identify with a body. They identify with a, a carbon-based reality. Well, that's total bullshit. I mean, it's it's in the overhead consciousness. No, it's just where angelic beings happen to land or in, in embed their consciousness, and now they got a physical body, and they think the physical body is them. It's not. 
as I talk about in our Pronost update coming out soon, coming to your to your home July fourteenth. <laughs> the overhead consciousness is it doesn't matter if you have a body. You can you can embody your consciousness, your being into anything. Ultimately, it's light. It's not biology. It's not carbon based. You don't disappear when you die. Dying is such a frickin' relief sometimes. <laughs> people, but people are afraid of death, so you know they stuff themselves more in their body, and their body hurts. And it's like no, the overhead consciousness is is you can embody in anything you want, whether it's carbon based or your biology, whether it's uh, technology, which I talk about in the soon upcoming on July fourteenth. Pronounced update. It doesn't matter. You can embody uh, in another being, uh, like a bird, if you want. Uh, you can embody in another reality that's uh, not even explainable in human terms. But but humans are so focused on the body. This is me. It's like God gave me this body. God stuffed me in here. No, 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 no. Yeah, it, it's like you took it on, but you can also get out anytime you want. Or have an overhead consciousness of compatibility with this carbon-based system that you have. It's really not yours anyway, but you're inhabiting it so you can have a little bit of harmony uh, and bring in the light body. These are the big picture things. Uh, we're not here to focus on specific things like uh, you know cleaning up the oceans. It's great, and ultimately, the consciousness that you radiate will ultimately inspire other people to do that, and it is needed, a responsibility for the environment. But we're not here to try to raise arms uh, against those who are polluting. Others will take that role. You don't need to do it. You're here for the overhead consciousness, the big picture of things that are happening on the planet. And I'll remind you from that time, from time to time because it's easy to get caught up in the in the small things. It's easy to get caught up in uh, the the politics of the planet or the 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 economies or jobs or anything like that. It's not our job. We're here for overhead consciousness over the heads of most people. Let's take a good deep breath with that and feel into that for a moment. The real big picture. There's no causes in it. There's no battles in it. It's simply understanding the dynamics of what's happening, the the energy trends on the planet, and then letting the light shine out to that. Where we're going in our next series into alt is uh, many alternative potential realities that can be taking place simultaneously here on this planet or in other places. And that's why I say there's no place right now for your lack of freedom. There's no place for dragging old issues, blaming others. There's no place for poor me. There's no place for victims or abusers in this. We're here to do clean, pure, and sacred work of consciousness while staying here in the physical body. So let's take a good deep breath. Now, speaking of freedom and independence, 
You're staying here on the planet, I assume, as embodied masters. Sometimes I wonder, you know, it would be a lot easier just coming to the other side. It really would be. I mean, you don't have to drag around the body. We don't have money there. We don't have lawyers. Uh, there's no ex-wives. Well, yeah, there are. But um, I, you know, I have a few ex-girlfriends that are chasing me around. Um, uh, but sometimes I wonder, it's like, geez, you guys are really either you're really um, stubborn or you're really amazingly sacred. I, I don't know which one it is, but no, we're going to stay on this planet. We're going to make it work. It's like, you can let it go anytime. Come on over. We're having a party tonight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> FM's going to be singing tonight, of all things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I may not be there for that. <laughs> but. Anyway, um, as we go forward, uh, it's imperative to to have certain rights in your life. And I want to write those up today with the assistance from in the back there with Linda on the microphone. We're going to call, we're going to, and we're going to craft this into an actual literal document like the Bill of Rights or the Declaration of Independence. And this will serve as a guide for, for masters, embodied masters on the planet. It's, it's your right, things you have a right to, things that you're acknowledging as your right to stay here. Again, we'll, we'll make this into a beautiful document. I'll sign it and send it to whoever wants. So um, we'll, we'll just uh, we'll call it the Acknowledgement of Embodied Masters' Rights, uh, mm. or just Embodied Masters' Rights. Uh, and, and I'll throw the first one out there, and then I want to get your input. We'll write it down. We'll we'll craft it and refine it, and and then turn it into a beautiful document. So um, you have the right, as a master, to abundance. Period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no well. I don't know how to make money. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, I want that in the document, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm sorry, but uh, swear words don't bother me. Uh, they just bother. Could you talk to Jeff about that? It doesn't bother him. He's knocked out. He's somewhere else. Um, it's, uh, but I, sometimes I have to use words like that to say, "Get over it." You have the right to abundance. Period. Uh, no two ways about it. And then the human mind jumps in, well, I don't know how to, and I never had, and the man has it, and the conspiracy has it, and the Federal Reserve, and the aliens. No. You want you to acknowledge right now you have the right to it. And the moment you acknowledge that, no ifs, ands, or buts, the moment you acknowledge this is my right to be abundant on the planet as an embodied master, all the energies then change. If you butt it to death and you're like, but I don't know what to do, but maybe Crimson Circle will give me the money. And it's like, then you're butting it and the energies are still going to be all wacky. Do you mean um, B U T or B U T T? And both, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, humans butt things all the time. And, and that, you know, you're off to a good start by saying, I have the right to abundance, period. But, and then all the energy gets skewed up again. So I have the right to abundance, period. And you do. Every one of you has that. So let's put that as our one of the rights, the right to abundance. Good. Okay. Okay. Now, Linda's going to go to the microphone and ask you, what else goes on the list here? Your right as an embodied master on the planet. 
you thinking, eh, if you acknowledge you, you skip <laughs> me. Didn't work. What else goes up on the board there? Uh, the ability to blink and go anywhere I want. Say that again? No. And can blink we have the microphone? Eye. Thank you. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, well, I would like to have the freedom to uh, teleport wherever I want to go. Is that important? Yes. I, I can show you how to do it, but you're not going to take your physical body. Doesn't you identify, matter. you identify with your body, and don't. It's a it's a lack of freedom. Don't realize it's yours and it's there temporarily. But if you think you have to go to another reality and take your body, you're over identifying with something that is not really you. So I'm not even going to put that on the board. I'm not going to acknowledge it because that's total bullshit. You want to go anywhere. You can at any time you want. You can break through uh, realities anytime, but don't expect to take your biology. And if you do, you're missing, you need to go back to Adamus 101 and understand you are not your body. You're a soul. You put your consciousness into a carbon based atomic structure temporarily. But you're not going to be hauling that all over the frickin' universe with all of its aches and pains and its potential for cancer and its getting old and peeing in your own pants and all the rest of it. Why do you want to take that with you? And I'm giving you a hard time, but I want to make it very clear. You can transport anywhere you want. You can go into the other realms. That's what Merlin does. Merlin can go into the realms, but you are not a physical being at core, at your, at your very nature. Now, you want to travel? Thank you. You want to travel? We can do it. It's so easy. We, we talk about it in the upcoming Pronos 2022 update coming out July 14th. <laughs> but we do it without having to take this, this physical thing around. Okay? It's easy to do. We will be doing it, in Kihak in particular, and going to the other realms. The other interesting thing is you're not going to take your brain with you. Thank God. Uh, oh. But, but, <laughs> but, uh, you're going to want to. No, I got to take my, my brain and my body with me. No, they're like ugly stepsisters. You know, you don't want to bring them to the party with you. They're going to ruin the whole thing. But we will be doing that. It's all a matter of consciousness and bringing our consciousness to wherever you want. That's real freedom. Good. Thank you. I, we're not going to put that on the board and pretend it never happened. Okay, what next? Your Bill of Rights as an embodied master. Why, why be a human if you, you... To be a human, you must interact with other humans. So I have the right... I have the right to, to hang out with humans who can meet me where I am. Not going to happen. <laughs> this is going to be tougher than I ever thought. <laughs> I thought we'd just breeze right through it. What I'm feeling in the energy is you want everybody to be like you, and it's not no, no, going to no, happen. No. Yeah, yeah. No, but I want a few. I want a, a few. few okay. You know? Not going to happen, for the most part. Uh, why hasn't it happened up to now? Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, asking for it. You weren't, but you're asking for it now? Yes. Okay. 
So uh, what does that look like? Uh, you want to marry somebody? No, you know, no, 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 you want... no. Um, an, <laughs> an, like that, you know. an, an energetic uh, har uh, harmony, uh, co-resonance. Um, um, you friends, um, you know. Doesn't have to be. No. But you know, meeting other people and, and kind of having uh, having a, a sense of um, uh, we understand each other, we see each other, and different in the totality. Sure. Uh, good luck on that. Appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, Calder is accusing me of being particularly brutal today. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh, I, yes. I really don't think it's impossible. I think that... Uh, Why I, do you want it in the first place? Hmm. Because it's fun. It's not lonely. Uh, maybe not lonely. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I come down here once in a while, come to the shower, and, and then, uh, then leave. I mean, go back. To, <laughs> <laughs> here I am. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I want to—I want you to get clarity. Is it really that important? What, what, come up and hang up, uh, hang around on the other rounds. No, no, no. Why, why, why en engage in the human experience? The genie gives you three wishes. You know, you rub the lantern. The genie gives you three wishes, and the first one is, "I want to be surrounded by other humans." No, 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 no. I'm, I'm exaggerating no. here, but I—it's like, geez, I would have picked something else for the board. I mean, I don't want to give you all the ideas here, but. Okay, let's run with it. Uh, so you want to be around kindred spirit? Something like that, yes. Okay. Or, or I want to tap into that experience from time to time. Okay. Uh, you come here anytime. Come to, you come to the, some of the gatherings, the workshops. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so you kind of have that. But yes. is it worthy of the board? We'll put it on there because I, I honor and respect you. Uh, we'll put it on there. But I just I wonder... I, th I think there's an aspect of leadership to that, um, you know, having having that experience here, right? Um, and um, and walking it out into the world and sharing sharing the essence of that right. with other people. I think. There's How would you phrase it for the board? I have the right to be around other people. <sighs> I'm giving them a hard time. Yeah, uh, I have the right to what? It's something like being. Being met. No, no, it's more than that. It's more than that. Um, Something like being able to spend quality time with peers. Yes, but more. More than that. Yeah, more than that. Yes. Uh, yeah, because it's um, it's um, it's a co-creation. It's uh, 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 it's a, a seeing. Seeing okay. other give me other give me uh, like eight words or, or less for the Oof. board here. Um, Help. Uh, you have the right to. <laughs> the right no, no, no. It's it's more than that. It's more. <laughs> that I would put on the board. My experience is that when I when I see an another person and I see right past the human and I see the potential for for their beauty their mastery it uh, it's a it um, it it pings that for them then they know then they know very good yes yeah and and there's a co-resonance in doing that together yeah okay. yes
That, that was a good way of putting it. Can you say that again, please? <laughs> So how about the right to let myself uh, shine or let myself be seen for who are ready to see me? Yeah. 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 In other words, it's safe to be who you are. And this is really getting a good. This is it's safe to be who you are. There will be those who recognize you, Jim, and those who don't. And to those who don't, big deal. To those who do, then you have that resonance you were talking so about. So safe to be who you are is on the board? Yes. I like okay. that. Uh, and we'll, we'll do it, some additional crafting. But, but it, it was a good discussion. It got into the real <laughs> overhead consciousness of the thing, the, the bigger picture. The, the, absolutely. The right to finally come out of hiding and be you and, you're, and just to let that light shine without having to be guarded there will be those who recognize you for who you are, and many who don't. And to the ones who don't, that's fine. But to Jim's point, the ones who do will really recognize you, and it will be a soul-to-soul connection. Good. Okay. Oh, we Next. Took, yes. Okay. <laughs> to have a healthy physical body. To have a healthy physical body. No suffering. Yeah. Does that really belong on the board here? Yes. Absolutely. It does. That should have probably yes. been number two, but absolutely. Yeah. Such an issue of the right to a balanced biology. Yeah. A balanced with your, your soul, balanced with your consciousness, and balancing itself all the time. In other words, constantly the, the carbon based body which it has all the capabilities to constantly rebalance, rejuvenate itself. But there are many factors that keep that from happening. One is just the low consciousness belief that people have that they have no control of their bodies. Uh, it's very low consciousness. We're going to go overhead and say, no, the body is going to, I have the right for the body to respond to my consciousness. Not my, not my thoughts, not my uh, little affirmations, but hey, body, I am the light. And you just say that yourself. I mean, you can, don't have to say it out loud. I am the light body. I am the light. And the body suddenly like, whoa, oh, wish I'd have heard that from you 50 years ago. We'd have done things different, but no, you were so busy taking all your weird stuff, and you're so busy hating me, and you're so busy fornicating and feeling guilty. What was I supposed to do? I was going to break down, you know? So you have the right to a balanced biology. I remember... Mike, please. Uh, just talking to it. I remember a few years ago you said um, the temple for rejuvenation yeah. is ready for us. So Absolutely. we're all waiting. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? Adamus. Who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking... It's Where is it? There. It's there. Where is it? You're sitting on it. <laughs> it's there. You have to fucking use it. I, why is this so difficult to understand? Everything you need is there. Your abundance, your health. I don't see it. Where is it? Who has it? 
somebody, how much do I have to pay for it? It's right there. I am the light. Body, rejuvenate. Take a little control. Do something. Uh, allow it to happen. And I'm not. I'm, do you need a glass of wine? I need a glass of whiskey. I need a bottle of Jack Daniels. That's my compatibility relationship. Jack Daniels, that's my peer. You can do more. <laughs> it's all there. What are you waiting for? And if you're not using it, and if you're like, nothing happened, shut the fuck up and make it happen. No, I'm, I'm serious. I get, oh, I go back to the Ascended Masters Club sometime, and I try to put on a smiley face. Oh, everything's wonderful with Chambra. We're doing so well. I think, oh, my God. They got all the tools in the world. And where is it? Who's got it? And it's like, use the Temple of Rejuvenation. Call it whatever Don't you want. Don't throw the mic at him. Don't. <laughs> Call it whatever you want. You got to use it. And if your body is not responding, go to overhead consciousness. Hey, I am the light. I am the master. I need this body as long as I'm staying here on the planet. I don't care what science says. And I don't care if people say that miracles aren't possible. Body, get your fucking shit together. I, I'm using some tough words. I told Sorry, my body a few days ago that in the morning. You know, but you know, yeah, you do and yeah, you don't. Uh, ah, there we go. Oh no, pass it around first. G give me a shot. Uh, give me a shot and then pass it around. Okay, this yeah. is it. What did you want? Whiskey or something? What? What is that? I don't even know. Oh, doesn't know what it is. <laughs> Happens to be. <laughs> Happens to be poison, St. Germain's, uh, but other than that... Uh... Tequila! <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to need some plastic glasses. Uh... That's good enough for me. After every plastic glasses or something. We're going to have a toast at the end of this to, to our human bill of rights. Now, you know, we go round and round. And it all comes down to this. Everything you need is there. I don't care if you call it a temple of rejuvenation, uh, whatever you call it, your healing caves, uh, whatever. Those are all distractions. You've got it all within you for your body to rejuvenate, for you to have abundance without working at it, without, without suffering through it. All these things are there. You have to just allow it. Let it be. And just, but I do. No, you don't. You're still not allowing. You're still finding excuses and you're still deferring and waiting for some intervention uh, from me, from somebody, from something else. It doesn't matter. Is it so hot? <laughs> no. No, it's not. You, it's uh, it's quantum allowing, uh, I guess, uh, just to say, all right, I am the light, and I'm staying here on the planet. I got big work to do, and body, balance yourself. Now, you might get real sick for a week or two. You might be in bed. You might you might go a little wacko in the mind. It's part of the flushing out system. Uh, it's part of the cleansing that takes place uh, emotionally and physically. And allow that. Uh, you you just done a quantum allowing. Said I'm going to let my body rebalance. Now, don't do this thing where you say I want to look 50 years younger and I want to have a bigger um, or smaller parts. <laughs> 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 Whatever those parts happen to be, some bigger, some smaller, don't do that. Uh, it's your body, it's your, it's your divinity embodied in biology, and let it do its thing. It knows how to balance. It's there to serve you. Don't start telling it that 
you, you, it has to look younger or that you want more energy. Shut up. Just allow the biological balance to take place. Yes, sir. Uh, microphone from Linda or from Julia. Are physicians a distraction then? He's asking a question. Are physicians a distraction? And it depends. <laughs> it depends how you use them. Uh, if you're going to the doctor for your healing, it's a distraction. If you're going to the doctor to kind of give you maybe a little reassurance or uh, a little boost on the uh, on the medical side, because technology is wonderful, it can do great things. Uh, but it depends how you're using it. If you're if you're a slave to your doctor, in other words, you're saying he's the only one that can heal me. That's it's a distraction. Mm -hmm. If you're saying, yeah, I need a little boost. I mean, geez, I cut my arm. It wouldn't hurt to get some stitches in it, for instance. You know, because uh, all I have at home is a great big needle and a thread, and that uh, I'll go to the doctor. Uh, so, and that's part of the healing. But uh, you start relying on doctors or or other therapies or other people or anything like that, and that's where you get in trouble. So uh, where were we? Bill writes a, bio, a balanced physical biology, and it means you have a right to that. I mean, it is your right. And what we're going to do is assemble this. We probably are not going to get this done today um, once we start drinking. Uh, does everybody have their? Oh, they're being passed around. Um, but uh, these are your rights, and to go forward uh, in the work, in the fun we're doing. <laughs> To go forward, uh, you need to acknowledge these. I have the right to abundance. I have the right to balance biology. And what else? Linda, go around the room, please. Oh, this, this, I, I have to fulfill a bribe here. Okay. How much did she give you? 20 bucks, but she didn't take it. She sells out for 20? No, for me to get the microphone. No, you gave her 20. I gave her 20, but she right, didn't Yeah, take but it. she should have said, sorry, 40. I would have given a hundred. <laughs> I know. Okay. You got the mic. Hi, Damas. Hi. Uh, well, he really distilled to like freedom, yeah. but just to be more precise, to get to choose what experience and to choose to get out of a certain experience. Okay. So how would you put that for the, our, our uh, embodied master's rights? How would you state that? Freedom to not be stuck. Well, but you got it's being stuck in there. Just uh, the right to choose experience. How about the right to creative expression? The right to creative expression. The right to creative expression. And that means you can jump into any experience you want and get out. Yes. Uh, maybe the wording needs to also stipulate the the right to. Uh, to be in creative expression or infuse in creative expression and the right to, to get out. Get out when it's not serving yeah, you. Anymore. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you, or you could also use the word just life, the right to be in life experience and to get out when I choose. Yeah. Something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll fine tune the words, but that's a good one. You have the right to go into whatever experience you want, but in the right to get out. The problem here on the planet is, you know, you got here and then People don't believe they have the right to get out of it, other than via death. Uh, they, uh, they don't have the right to get out of a, uh, ancestral karma or so many other things, or their own past. They, they, people, you know, this is again one of those overhead consciousness things. The belief in the planet is you did something, it's your 
history and now you're stuck with it. Not true at all. You can get out of it anytime you want. And then what do you do? First you take a deep breath. Yeah. And then you give it over to wisdom. You give it over to wisdom and yeah. hopefully like you know that you don't go back towards the human unless right. Yes, basically yes. Okay. Good. So uh in or out of life experience. Well stated. Good. Try not to think too much about it. Right. To leave it to the wisdom. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Good. Thank you. Pleasure. Good. How are we doing on the uh, drinks? <laughs> There's always this ghost voice in the background, you know. Well, cheers. Uh, not yet. No, 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 no. We're, no, we're gonna we're gonna do it together. And those of you who are watching in online right now, go get a drink, even if you don't drink. Even if you used to drink too much and you stopped drinking, you might want to drink. Uh, freedom from being an alcoholic. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to go on our board. It probably should, actually, with this group. Uh, <laughs> you're not an alcoholic anymore. Okay, Linda, microphone. Oh, yes. Freedom to live in grace. Freedom to live in grace. But let's define that, because otherwise it's kind of airy-fairy. What does that mean to you? Let it come to you. No worries. No, let's no get specific it. in a, in a real-life way. I, I, I agree with you yes. totally, but let's put this so... The ones who come after you can also look at it and say, oh, okay, that makes sense. The freedom to live in grace, but what does that mean? In ease. Grace, in ease. In ease. Just be. Uh, but be, let's, uh, let's try to be more specific. <laughs> okay. The freedom to what? To create. And you know, we kind of we have that. Your freedom to... Well, grace is when you allow abundance, allow all these forms right. with experience without right. working at it, without suffering. Right, without suffering. So let's, no, let's, suffering. let's come at it from the suffering angle. Humanity believes in suffering, period. They want to believe in it. They love their suffering. Otherwise, it wouldn't be here. They even fuse suffering into the churches, and then the churches mimic it back to everybody. You've got to suffer. God wants you to suffer. Uh, you know, you certain religions, uh, you know, the Jewish religion, it's all about suffering. Catholics, oh, Catholics, they're great sufferers. I mean, some of the other religions, not so much suffering, but a little bit. And it's like, in the society, you know, tell you, you got to suffer, you got to work hard. Where did that come from? You don't have to work hard. But people believe it. So we're going to go into overhead consciousness. Oh, no, you don't have to work hard. You can, you can do things that you love to do. You can express your creativity, but work hard? No, no, no. Uh, so we're talking about suffering. How do you state it here on the board as your right to not suffer, but let's not use the word suffer? Joy. Your Joyfully. right to... Joyful, joyful living, maybe. Mm -hmm. Joyful yeah. living. I, I'd like a, a little more clarity on that, though. It's, I want to, I want to, uh, yeah, choosing joy, but to live in joy. But how do we, how do we say without saying the word suffering? How do we say no more suffering? Or maybe we just say it. Maybe the the right to, the right to no more suffering. I, I guess. The laugh. Painless. No. Right, right. 
Well, Anybody? I, uh, I thought uh, about the word grace. Yeah, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, we're, we're just we're bordering on it, but there's. Who's, to, who's talking? Wanna, we need this def- on the mic. Who's talking? Uh, we wanted to find. How are we doing on the drinks? Everybody? Holy okay. Communion. We're going to wait till uh, straight up four o'clock. Uh, it is already. No, it's not. What time is it? The clock is slow. 3.59. Okay. Would you give us a 10 second countdown uh, on a computer? It's already four? All right. That's better drink now. To freedom. True freedom. True freedom. Cheers. Here we go. More? <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's continue on. This is going to get really interesting. Um, uh, on the board, just uh, put it. Right, we'll we'll fine tune the words, but. We want, to, we want to find a way to say no more suffering. You have the right not to suffer. Um, yeah, but, but I, He's I, in grace. But that doesn't state it clear enough that we've got to go beyond suffering. Humans are, are they're <laughs> uh, Calder's reminded me of something. We had a workshop back in France a number of years ago and had everybody bring a bottle of wine. And we started drinking the wine, everybody, including Caldra, and suddenly he realized that I hadn't been there in about 20 minutes, and he was just <laughs> babbling on. So he's worried, is that going to happen now? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we have the right to, right to humor. Uh, the right to humor. And in, in any situation, uh, and you can write that on the board, uh, the right to turn things over to wisdom at any point you're done letting those things uh, dominate your life any any old experiences any bad memories any guilt and shame you have the right at any moment to turn those over to wisdom uh that is a right uh what else do we have a couple more before we uh we bring this to marab i would say alignment Right to alignment with what? Uh, Other people with my with my with, inner source with like alignment through emotions. A to, right to connection, a conscious connection with yes. your soul, absolutely, yes. and not just wondering about it, not just thinking, "Am I connecting?" And where's the <laughs> you have? That's a very good one. A right to conscious connection with your soul uh, every day, every moment. Good. Now we're getting there. What else? I had um, a right to unconditional self-love. Uh, absolutely. So we don't talk ourselves in. Well, that was stupid. Yeah. You know, or something like that. Yeah, and you know, most people do not, at their core, do not feel they have a right to love themselves. They they really don't. And we go with this kind of uh, uh, kind of uh, the overhead consciousness. Yeah, we do have a right to love ourselves, and there's nothing shameful in it. And you know, when the mind jumps in and says, "Well, you can't love yourself because you did all these bad things," it shut the fuck up. Yeah. And <laughs> you have a right. You have a right to feel and to know self-love. Right, and make it unconditional. An unconditional. Un- yeah. Okay. Good. Got no- that for the board. Good. 
Good one. Okay. A couple more. We definitely will continue refining the list. Uh, and we're going to ask for uh, submissions from all of you watching and online too, so you feel like you're part of it. It's going to be a busy month for the staff. Yes, sir. I'm still, I'm still trying to wordsmith it myself, but freedom from abuse. Yeah, yeah. How how would you state that? Uh, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Freedom from abuse. Uh, how would we state that as one of your rights? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right to yeah, right to be sovereign. But how do we state that in a? We'll, we'll rough it in here uh, for now, and we'll probably craft the words some. But yeah, abuse. You know, humans accept the fact that you're going to get abuse in your life. Where where I'm headed is being free from other people's answers for themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Yes, it's it's the, the right to the right to dignity. Um, again, we'll craft these, uh, it, but but it's very. I understand exactly what you're saying. You don't have to take abuse from others. Uh, and why do people? Why why do why do they get in that situation? It, it's a mass consciousness belief, and it's right in there with suffering that this is just comes with life. No, it doesn't. If you're going to stay on the planet here, you have the right to. Uh, to, pardon? Release. You have the right to? Release. Release of what? Relief. Relief? Um, what he said. The of right. You have the right to uh, live unencumbered by other people's crap. <laughs> 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 Something like that. David? How about just the joyful experience of life? Y- yes, ultimately, but. I want these to be so clear. You know, if the if the Constitution of the United States or the Bill of Rights just said you have the right to freedom and that's it, you know, it had to be defined a little bit more. Let's let's get something tangible on paper that we can refer to. How about sovereign dignity? It's nebulous. You know, we've got the mic up here. It, you're correct, but let's define it. Uh, what are what are what are the what are going to be the ten rights that you have as an embodied master, certainly abundance, certainly biology, certainly uh, to be able to get in and out of experience. Uh, what else? You have the right to choose what you want, what you can have. You can have the right to choose your own reality yes. in whatever way you want. Yes. It's the right to choose. As opposed to? Well, you can have whatever you want. Or if you don't want, uh, let's see, you can choose to like be enlightened or you can choose to believe that you don't have a choice i right. guess and you can choose to believe that you do have a choice but as opposed to what what would be the antithesis what would be the other side of that how do most people live most people don't realize that they don't have the right to choose for themselves and the right to make their own reality how they wish well they do yeah. they they believe they have the right to choose pancakes or bacon for breakfast <laughs> right. uh, and they yes. believe they have the right to choose black socks or blue socks the right to uh, buy a Tesla or a Chevrolet. Oh, there's no decision there. Uh, <laughs> so they think they have the right to choose, when in fact they really don't. Uh, they don't understand what choice really means. 
Yes. They, they, they were, they're lying to themselves or they're believing lies of others. Uh, but the right to choose, uh, let's define this a little bit more, the right to choose. It's the right, you create your own reality. Yes. And so once you realize you can do that, you realize that you have the right to choose the right to choose how you want to identify and, and as we said before, the right to get the hell out of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the right to, we'll, we'll rough that in for now, but the right to choose. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. Very good. We'll take two more and then we need to do a short more okay. and have We've got hands drink. up, so I'm ready. Uh, so the, the right to, and this is tied to the one we're tr having trouble wordsmithing, but the right to mutually nourishing relationships. Okay. Uh, how important is that? Does that if we only could have ten things on the board, does that deserve to be up there? Um, do you I think have? So. Do you I have? Feel a, like it does. Do you have a good relationship? I feel like now I have not in the past, and right. now I am more and more experiencing it. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so important. Mm. Why is it important? Just so we don't get in these energy feeding. Dynamics. No, why is a relationship important? Isn't there a belief on the planet that you've got to be in a relationship? And you've got to be in, generally with one person. Is that, is that lower consciousness? I guess I'm answering my question. <laughs> and, and there's a belief on the planet that you, it has to be the opposite sex, generally speaking. There's a belief that uh, only one other person. There's a belief that, uh, um, that it's got to last to eternity. That's the consciousness of the planet, and that's the very thing that your light is shaking up right now. Perhaps maybe that is, should be the way reality is. But not my reality. <laughs> First of all, the, you don't need a relationship, and then you're free to have relationships once you realize that. And the relationships can be anything in spite of the laws, in spite of the social norms. They can be anything you want. So there's some real wording in here, poetic wording about the right to uh, the most sacred relationships. Um, uh, starting with self, uh, that's the most important relationship. Uh, the right to a healthy relationship with yourself, and then underneath that, the right to relationships with others, as long as they're compatible. Uh, you know. So, like healthy Something. relationship with self, so you can have healthy relationship with others. Yeah, but you have a healthy relationship with yourself. Do you think you're going to want a healthy relationship with others? The nice thing is, it doesn't matter at that point. Then you're free to have that relationship. Yes. Uh, take the microphone, please. Okay. Thank you. I think when you have a, a healthy relationship with yourself, it's fun to share the joy. Yes. With others. With others. Get in, get out. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean. You know, mean, this thing about eternal relation. I mean, no. there's religions that practice this, people. Uh, there's, they, they practice it. These are big religions. And you're bonded for eternity. That is one bad ass oath that you're taking. You know what it's going to take to undo that? You know, you know how many angels we have to hire to bring in to undo the oaths, the eternity. And it's oh, it's so tedious. It's it it's not about that, but sharing the joy makes it, multiplies it. 
Yes. And it helps. Okay, I want to go super uh, overhead consciousness with it <laughs> in totally redefining what a relationship is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, instead of just looking at it on human to human terms, the there's there's a much bigger definition which we'll again figure out in the wording here of what a relationship is. Uh, so many people put another relationship first, uh, and everything else comes after that. It, they're not that important, but they're beautiful once you are free of the relationship virus. Yeah, they're beautiful. Uh, but if you're if you're in that old energy, that gnarly, infectious uh, energy of a relationship, they're crap, and they and they take you from one lifetime to the other, and they pile in the karmic debt, and they're awful. I mean, and if, who am I? I mean, should you know? What that's like, but then if you're suddenly free of relationships, suddenly relationships goes out of vocabulary. There's no such thing as a relationship. Suddenly you're free to enjoy your freedom in the midst of others. And sometimes creating with somebody makes it bigger, or I don't know, better. I have the most fun with myself. I'm sorry to say. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Sometimes, yes. And I love uh, hanging around with my peers at the Ascended Masters Club and you guys. But uh, the way, you know, the, the, the lower consciousness the, of, of relationships is such a, a karmic issue and really holds this planet. And it's changing right now. Uh, it's changing drastically. But I, I think just to put a note in here, let's let's kind of start redefining relationships in our bill of rights you have the relationship the the right to no old relationships uh you have the right to no relationships which ultimately will bring you relationships something like that okay one more and then we're gonna um i know in my life i've always uh wondered how i was going to die and i feel that it is a right to be able to choose how I'm going to do thank that. You. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. That's so important. The the right to die like you want, or the, the right to a dignified death, and again, will will a conscious dignified death? Absolutely. The way humans die right now is is deadly. That's <laughs> despicable. <laughs> it's awful. I mean, it's just awful, and there's so much fear in it. And uh, death, you realize, is is it's an easy transition. Uh, you realize it's not scary, particularly if you don't believe in heaven and hell. You, there's the, just the continuation of what you're doing, and uh, the the ability to have choice and dignity in death is so important. Absolutely deserves one of the top ten places. Yeah, it's so important, and you never really die anyway. You leave behind this thing, uh, you, the, the 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 actual atoms of it, but you can bring the essence back in. So with that, we're going to bring this to Marab. Really? Yes, we're gonna we're gonna continue we're gonna continue developing this list, and uh, we'll put out the word to Shambro uh, how you all of you online can participate. And uh, this is gonna take more than a month to develop. I think this is uh, an end of the year project. Uh, we'll continue to refine it. But right now, let's bring today to uh, a beautiful Marab. It's really the Marab of overhead consciousness. 
the bigger picture, the bigger view. It's actually ultimately really just another name for wisdom. People tend to focus on kind of the little stuff. They don't understand the real energy flows, what's really happening in their own life, much less the planet. It's pretty easy actually to rise above that and go beyond even just the what the mind is thinking into overhead consciousness, the bigger picture. What's really happening on the planet? It's easy to say right now that, oh, look what humans have done to, to the planet. The oceans are rising. Polar caps are melting. The bees are dying. Look, shameful humans, what you've done. Ah, you know, that's a little short-sighted. The big picture is that Gaia is leaving. Leaving because it's time for humans to take care of the planet. It's not a bad thing. And you know, when Gaia is leaving, things are going to change. And maybe the bees, you know, they're, they're going to be replaced by something else. Maybe there's no need for bees. And maybe there's a warming on the planet is part of a cleansing and a changing taking place. And maybe it's all drawing more awareness to the fact that humans are on this planet and they need to care for it. Maybe the overhead consciousness is ultimately humans will start to realize that there's more to life and existence than just the physical body and the 3D reality, the forests, and the trees, and the birds, and maybe there is a reason why we're here. Maybe that will help them to ultimately understand that it's ultimately all about consciousness and energy. We're a little ways away from that right now, having that kind of understanding, but you can almost see with our overhead consciousness of where things are going. It's not about who polluted what. It's about acknowledging that we infused our consciousness on this planet. We're in our own living, living, beautiful, beautiful reality of life force energies. Like in an atrarium with everything growing around us and we infused ourselves here. We embodied ourselves in this, and that's what's really happening. Let's not worry about how, whether two inches had melted off the polar caps. It's more about understanding our responsibility to the planet. Overhead consciousness is about really realizing what's happening with humanity right now. Not getting caught up. I see so many of you getting caught up in the small stuff. Saying, oh, it's so crazy out there. Of course it is. <laughs> There's a lot of changes taking place. Of course it is. 
But you know, these changes were precipitated by bringing more consciousness to the planet, more light. And now things change, things that were out of balance. Whether it's a financial system, whether it's health, health care. These are all changing, whether it's work dynamics. Look at the change in just, what, two and a half years and the dynamics of the work environment. They say that, what, 25% of the workforce in developed countries just walked out, said no more. And I stand up and applaud. No more of, no more of this demeaning work. No more of abuse from bosses and owners. No more. They just walked out. All these changes are taking place. And by the way, in the overhead consciousness, look what's happening. Workers walk out. People who own restaurants, small businesses, manufacturing plants, throwing up their hands. They can't get workers. Who's going to do the work? What happens is this brings about robotics, artificial intelligence. That's who's going to do the work. And it's about time. Why should humans be sweating away at menial, degrading, low consciousness jobs with low pay? Enter the robot. Enter artificial intelligence. That's part of the development of the consciousness on the planet. Why should any human do demeaning work. That's what's happening here. That's the bigger picture. Don't get caught in the little stuff. Don't get caught in politics and small details. Look at the bigger picture, where the planet is going. Yes, there are wars on the planet right now also, but there is a bigger picture. First of all, number one would be maybe showing to humans that this whole thing of war and suffering, uh, it's, it's old and it's time for it to go. And then it's also old, old, old energies in the ground itself, in the land that are coming up now to be released. And sometimes it brings up very old issues whether it's Ukraine and Russia, whether it's Israel and Palestine, no matter what it is, old issues. But overhead consciousness is bringing this to everybody in this time of very rapid communications and humanity saying, we're done with this. We will not tolerate these wars, this abuse anymore. Let's take a deep breath for the very reason you're here on the planet to bring that light, that light that will affect change. And then it's up to the humans how they want to use it. But at least you did what you came here to do, shine that light. That's why you're here. And in staying here and in us going forward into our next series, there are certain rights you have as a master, certain rights that I would like you to acknowledge, the right to abundance, 
right to joy, right to health, the right to be able to create and then uncreate, the right to know thyself and thy soul, the right to laugh, the right to turn everything over to wisdom whenever you choose to. The right to remember who you are. The right to leave the planet whenever you choose how you choose the death. The right to clarity. You have the right to clarity, to easily understand and assimilate anything, any energy situation in your life. The right to clarity. You have that right. You have the right to your own energy. It is yours. You have the right to it, where nobody else can interfere. But yet, you're timid about that right. Is it really my energy? What do I have to do? You have the right to have your energy serve you however you want. These are some of the basic rights as a master, as an embodied master, to stay on the planet. Let's take a deep breath with that. You have the right to your creativity, your intelligence, your spirit, and your soul. Not, not to have them out there in the other realms anymore, but right here. You have the right to shift into and out of realities whenever you want. You have the right to your own what you would call your own secret garden, your own place, that you can go anytime you just need to get away. You have the right to go there and to stay there as long as you want, without anybody saying, hey, get it, come back, you got to take care of the world. No, you have the right to, to that quiet within yourself. Let's take a good deep breath. We'll continue to refine the Master's rights. We want, we want these to sink so we can go forward together so you can know exactly, exactly what you're entitled to. And a constant reminder. And you have the right to freedom, if you choose. Let's take a good deep breath for all we've done today, for the laughter, the humor, the conversation, the camaraderie, and the remembering. Let's take a good deep breath, and knowing that all is well in all creation. With that, I am Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Thank you. So with that, just take that good deep breath, and more than anything, let yourself be with this list we're creating of our master's rights. But no, no more needs to be said. Just take some good deep breaths and celebrate who you are as we close out this shout with some music. Thank you so much for being a part of this shout. Thank you, everyone.